You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We've got a great show for you today. Later on, we'll uh, be talking uh, with Cedric Tetzel, uh, computer genius from London Drugs, about uh, some of the cool technology coming down the pipe for uh, the holiday season. We got a chance to check some of that out uh, this week uh, up at one of their conferences, so I'm pretty excited to uh, talk through that. Yeah, there's a lot of great gadgets um, that we saw, and I can't wait to talk to Cedric about it, just so kind of give the people a preview of what to expect this holiday season. What they're going to be spending all their money on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We'll also be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions, and of course, app of the week later on in the uh, hour. Lots of uh, interesting news stories uh, this week in technology, uh, Andy. Uh, this is a study... Uh, or there's been a few studies uh, saying that Google is making you more forgetful. Well, they're calling it digital amnesia, which is basically the idea that computers are somewhat or somehow hurting our memory because we don't really need to retain information anymore because you can just Google it. This is true. I mean, you know, you look at our smartphones now. Uh, I don't know when the last time you remembered a phone number. I, don't, I can't even remember some of my kids' phone numbers anymore because everything is just right there in the contact well, list. Well, in this little study they did, they found that about 50% of North Americans would rather look up an answer online than try and, than rather than trying to remember it. So instead of saying, oh, okay, I'm going to you know, put this in my memory, they're like, well, whatever. I know where to find it. <laughs> Some scientists are calling it the Google effect. Uh, it's all to do with transactive memory. And, you know, this isn't something new, Andy. Uh, this has been around for years. The brain can only hold so much information. Some brains, like mine, even less so. <laughs> so it's always got to be making room uh, for new stuff uh, coming in. So, uh, you know, it's called transactive memory. Uh, you know, back in the old days, uh, I didn't remember all my phone numbers and addresses either because I would have my address book or yeah. I knew that I could look it up in my, uh, my white pages. Well, transactive well. memory basically is that we're not storing information not just in our brains but in objects and people around us. So Post-it notes. You know, little things on the fridge to remind you to get milk, those kind of things. And it looks like that is just moving to our smartphones now. So something, you could take notes on your phone, but you could also know where to find it on Google. So you, a quick Google search. And especially now that we're moving more to voice search, it's even faster because you don't even have to type it in. You can go and hit um, for Siri or uh, Google Voice and be like, what is 24 pounds in kilograms? And it will tell you. Now you don't have to do the math in your head, so it's kind of... I know, I used to be able to do the math in my head. Everybody did. You know, what, what is it, 2.2? kilometers 2? to miles. Yeah, and you would know what the conversion rate God was. God help me if I had to figure that out now without my smartphone. And nobody does. Nobody does because you don't have to. You can... But is that making us better? Like, is it allowing our brains to take in new information to, to, to try to do better things? Or are I, we just becoming lazier? Here's the way I see it, Mike. It doesn't matter if you know this information or memorized it. Real intelligence now in these days is just knowing where to find it. And because, what to do with it when you get it. And then once you and if you know what to do with it once you got it, yes, then you're you're great. Like typical like when I think of post secondary school, it was all memorization. I would go there You're right. You, you you're would right. just try to memorize. Is is that really a sign of intelligence? I don't think so. I never thought that was. And I was always confused on why the whole curriculum was based on that. It should be taught on how to figure out solve problems, where to get the information and what to do with that information. I was good at memorizing things. <laughs> I, would, I would be screwed in today's society. I was great at memorizing things to take the test and then completely wiping it from my brain. <laughs> and, and I was paying all this money in school to do that. And I was always wondering, why, why are we playing this game? It's not even going into my brain. Thank God for Google. Exactly. Netflix pricing going up. 
A buck a month. Oh, my God. I, get, I predict you're not going to see protests on the street for this one because a lot of people are very happy with Netflix. And $1 more, I don't think they're going to be um, too concerned about that. They'll still be binge-watching all the favorite shows like House of Cards and, and Narcos, all the original programming they make. So for a lot of people, I think you can rationalize it easily because you want to support them almost yeah. to keep making more great content because Netflix is on they're on fire right now when it comes to original programming. So now if you uh, are a new subscriber signing up for the first time for the you know the regular regular standard plan it's uh, 9.99 a month still like a heck of a steal yes. really for the amount of programming and movies uh, that you uh, get. Uh, and that allows for two streams at a time. So if you've got uh, two members in the family sharing the same account, wanting to watch Netflix at the same time, one on the TV, one on their iPad, that can happen. If you want more, if you've got more people in the family that are just watching Netflix at the same time, you can get the uh, premium subscription for eleven ninety nine. Now, one thing to note is and you, get four. you can create five profiles per account. But to your point, depending on what package you have, it differs on how many people can watch Netflix and now, as we move to the 4K Ultra HD, you can pay a little bit more to get more of a high-quality, high-definition uh, stream, which is great if you have a, a, a superior internet package and, say, a 4K TV. Now you can watch 4K content right through Netflix. Well, you know, I learned something interesting uh, when I was at that uh, London, London Drugs Conference uh, this week. It taught us all about, you know, some of the, the different technologies and, uh, and gadgets, uh, but you know, we've been talking a lot about Ultra HD or, you know, these super high-def televisions, the 4K televisions over the past three years. They came out in 2013. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, I, I didn't fully realize is that a lot of those TVs, if you bought a 4K TV in 2013, uh, unless it's upgradable, uh, you were hooped because, yeah. you know, most of the um, the technology wasn't fully developed yet as far as the video streaming was concerned. Yeah. And you will not be able to watch uh, 4K Netflix or 4K YouTube. It was the codec. Yeah. It was the codec that they were talking about. And so what they're doing with these new TVs is they don't want people to buy a television that's obsolete in three, four years. They learned their lesson in the, in the, when 4K first came out about two to three years ago. So what they're doing is they're creating these like separate boxes, which is basically the brains of the television. And you can replace that and just use the screen. So it's kind of like having a computer separated from the screen so that Pixel-wise, everything is the same, but the software, the codecs, everything that takes the information that comes from streaming channels like Netflix can be translated to give you that 4K content. And so a lot of people don't know that, but Netflix works with all the TV manufacturers to get this codec kind of built into the televisions so that it can take that 4K stream. Not always great to be a first uh, first adopter, yeah, early but, adopter. But, you know, the big tech enthusiasts are early adopters. They want to have the newest and greatest. Yeah, but, you know, for a lot of these guys, they would have been they're screwed. But those are the same guys that will buy a TV every four yeah. years. Tough, tough. Uh, also in the the news, um, <laughs> this was interesting. Uh, a laundry folding machine from Panasonic. This is something uh, something that they're actually making. Basically, perhaps in the future, when you do your laundry, you're going to be able to have everything inside there. It's going to wash the clothes. It will dry the clothes. And it will fold the clothes and come out all in one. <laughs> Christina's in the studio right now, and she's going, yes, she's like, finally. Dreams do come true, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> right now, uh, according to the technology uh, paper I'm reading here, um, it takes seven hours for to fold. And there's, the and there's one piece of clothing they're really having a difficulty with. Yes, socks. Socks. Somehow those socks get 
consumed, I guess, by the laundry. <laughs> one's always missing, and they can't figure out where that sock is. <laughs> it does not compute. How do I fold the one sock? Uh, so, you know, Panasonic is saying uh, 2019, they will actually have washing machines that will be able to do the full thing. Washer, dryer, folder. They're calling it Laundroid. 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 Um, but yeah, right now it does take a long time. For this to happen, you're looking at around seven hours. So what they're kind of envisioning is you would put it in before you go to bed, and then when you wake up, your clothes are clean and folded when they come out. How much up. room is this thing going to take, though, Andy? I just want to know the technology behind it. Like, just It's just baffling. How, do, how does it do little, that? Little robots in there. And their clothes come in all different shapes and sizes, and I can see why they can't get the sock you know, because there's so many socks in there, how does it yeah. know to, to pair them? Well, that's the thing, pairing the socks. Can you imagine if you're an engineer and this is the kind of things your your keeps you up at night? <laughs> trying we to need solve? to fix the sock problem. Yeah. Oh, well, looking forward to that. When we come back from the break, we'll find out what's hot and new coming out for the holiday season as far as tech gadgets. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Later on, we'll be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions, and, of course, App of the Week with Christina. Holiday season's coming, and that's when all the goodies come out for uh, the tech world, uh, one of the biggest uh, shopping seasons when it comes to uh, gadgets and technology. On the line right now, we've got Cedric Tetzel from London Drugs. Thanks for joining us today, Cedric. It's nice to be back. Cedric, uh, every year uh, you guys uh, actually bring all your uh, London Drugs folks uh, up, uh, typically to Whistler, to train them on all the new technology that's uh, coming out. Uh, and thankfully, uh, we were able to be invited as well. And uh, uh, some really cool gear uh, that uh, was shown off. Yeah, every year we bring our uh, staff up, our managers up for training. Uh, things get complicated, but... Our job is to make it less complicated for our customers, so it starts with good in-depth training on the new stuff coming out for the season. And i got to tell you, that's why I love London Drugs. When you go in there, the guys actually know what they're talking about. They, they've been trained well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they know the cameras. They know the laptops. They know all these new gadgets. Cedric, you were up there uh, as well, and I just wanted to, to bring you on the show to talk about some of these cool things that we saw. What uh, stood out in your mind? Well, what stood out in my mind, first of all, is uh, something you mentioned on and off uh, last little while, is things are getting smarter. TVs are smart. Even the Blu-ray player is smart. All the gaming is smart. I recall maybe 10 years ago, most houses probably have maybe six or eight Wi-Fi devices. Now it's not unusual to have uh, 30, 40 Wi-Fi devices, which causes a lot of stress on the router, and which is why we brought on the Netgear Nighthawk series of routers, which can, first of all, cover a much larger area if you have a larger home, but also cut out that bottleneck uh, in the middle to allow your content to be served up to all these myriads of Wi-Fi devices in your household. It's funny, Cedric. Uh, for a few years there, it was kind of a race to the bottom as far as prices on these Wi-Fi routers. I mean, you could pick up a Wi-Fi router for like uh, $50. I'm sure you still can, but that's just not going to work anymore, is it? No, the problem is is the bandwidth is demanded by all these devices are putting a real stress on that bottleneck. And you're just not going to get uh, the nice Netflix, now that they're going to charge you an extra dollar. Uh, you want to have good experience. You don't want to have that constant wait state waiting for it to, to buffer. Um, and that's what the more powerful routers would eliminate for you. 
Well, Cedric, we were talking about that when we were up there, is that a lot of people don't upgrade their routers. They still have the one that they used four to five years ago. And the technology, especially that HHC um, new bandwidth that they have, it's very important for people to do that because all the newest devices want to support that, that new bandwidth. But for most people, if they're having buffering issues, they look to range extenders when really they should probably upgrade the router first. Yeah, absolutely. People would buy new computers that have the 802.11 AC standard, which means that they have the fastest available computer for communication. But then when they talk to the router, they're going back five years to old technology. That doesn't make sense. Another thing I saw up there that I, I, I loved, uh, Cedric, uh, again from Netgear, they've got those uh, Arlo uh, wireless, uh, I guess, monitoring cameras. Wi-Fi cameras. Yeah. Wi-Fi cameras. And what I loved about them is that, sure, you can get these Wi-Fi cameras, but they're still, they, you've got to have a power cord to them. Yeah. And so it kind of limits where you can put them unless you, like, rewire your house. These things are completely wireless. Yeah, the Arlo series from Netgear is uh, runs on batteries. It takes a long time for them to run out because it only captures a very short video. It's mainly for security purpose, and it is uh, waterproof. So you could uh, mount it outside your front door pointing backwards so that uh, passing cars and traffic won't uh, trigger your security system. And you'd look at your front door, back door, whatever, or even a shed, um, and monitor what's going on completely wireless. You don't have to dig in the other yard to pull wires through. Um, I had a race with a colleague as to how fast we can set one up, and right now our record is about four minutes. I actually set one up at my home. It was really easy. Because everything's wireless, you basically press a button on the camera, then you walk over to the base station that connects to your router, you press a button, it instantly connects, you download the app, and everything works. And to your point, Cedric, because it takes battery, it's not always recording. It has motion detection. So if something comes into its frame, it'll start recording and create a video uh, clip of that. So imagine if you're on vacation and you get a push notification that someone's in your living room, you can actually check and see the video of that. It's me eating your Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great if you have pets as well. You just want to check on your pets. You can face the camera to wherever they normally uh, hang out. And, and watch in real time, anytime you want. But it's battery-powered, so it lasts up to six months under normal use. Yeah, and on top of that, it also has night vision. So if Mike decides to have his burrito in the middle of the night in the dark, <laughs> you can capture, capture a 10-second I mean, video of him doing that. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm having an issue outside where something or some creature is hitting my green bin out in the backyard. So I'm going to set one of these Arlo cameras to find out Who's doing this, right? Because uh, I think it's a raccoon or something, but it'll be interesting to see that, having that footage to share, especially I could share that online once I get it. You know, Cedric, talking about uh, you know, the smart devices now, and obviously you need a, a good router, uh, another one that really caught my uh, eye, and especially now we've got the big storm coming here into Vancouver, uh, D-Link has that, um, that Wi-Fi water sensor. Yes, that was exciting. Considering that all of this is, it looks like a plug and a cable, it got me all excited and back in January when we first saw it uh, sort of under covers. Um, all it is is a length of cord. It's about 14 inches long, but that is actually a water sensor. And a plug that goes into the nearest power uh, outlet, you plug that in, and if the power outlet is not near, near where you want uh, the monitor to be or the sensor to be, you can just extend it with a simple telephone extension cord, and you can put it where you're more likely to experience uh, 
water, such as near a hot water tank or a dishwasher or a clothes washer, areas like that that you might suspect that might be a leak coming or at some point, it's for safety. And the moment it senses water, it'll, it is hooked up to your Wi-Fi router and through, through that through the Internet, you have an app on your phone and it sends you an alert, hey, the, the basement's getting wet, Get, do something. And if so, you have the Arlo camera, you can open that app and watch your, <laughs> watch your basement flood in real time. <laughs> yes. If you're into that sort of entertainment, I'm sure we, that, that would work, yes. But, you know, that would be wonderful uh, for people that have crawl spaces that might tend to, uh, you know, flood or get damp when there is uh, a storm. Uh, this way you can see right away and be alerted no matter where you are as long as you've got your smartphone with you. And that could save you a lot of money. And that, I think, is the key to most uh, security devices, like a water sensor or a camera, is to get that instant alert, that fast reaction, so that you can react and make changes or whatever, call for help before it causes too much damage. We're talking with Cedric Tetzel from London Drugs about some of the really hot and cool technology and gadgets coming out this holiday season. Cedric, do you mind staying on the line a little bit? Uh, There's a few more items I want to talk about. You bet. So uh, when we come back from the break, we will be talking more with Cedric, uh, talking about uh, things like drones. I think 2015. We haven't even got to drones I know. It's going to be the year of the drone. So there's some really cool stuff that just about anyone can uh, get into. And, of course, uh, we will be going open line a little bit uh, later as well, and we'll have App of the Week. Stay tuned. After the break, we'll also announce what the contest is this week. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. We're also periscoping this show. If you want to see what we look like, live video streaming, in live video streaming, here's your chance. We're at Get Connected Now. That's our handle. You can uh, search for us using the Periscope app available on Android and iPhone and also uh, through your web browser on your computer. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear scintillating conversations between breaks. Like what kind of coffee we prefer. Yes. Which we just talked about. Yeah. We'll argue about that more on the next. <laughs> on the line right now, we've uh, got one of our good friends, Cedric Tetzel from London Drugs. Thanks again for coming on the show. It's great to be back. So uh, we've been talking about some of the hot gear coming out for uh, this Christmas, uh, you know, some new uh, routers, wireless cameras. Uh, and I really think a big thing this year, uh, Cedric, will be drones. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch of different types of drones in, in all sorts of different price ranges. Yeah, drones are big. There are a huge variety of them, and it's usual with a huge variety of capabilities. Uh, we, for instance, we carry the 3DR Solo drone, and it, that is the do everything that you can possibly imagine type of uh, class. It sells for twelve ninety nine, and uh, it's got so many features. If we have to list them through, you probably have to extend your program about an hour or two. It's a, yeah, I found that one fascinating. Uh, that's the base price for the drone, and then you can get uh, uh, you attach a GoPro camera and a special gimbal, you know, for stabilization. But uh, the the modes on there, like the follow mode, it has a selfie it's mode. It's got a drone selfie mode, uh, an orbit mode. Uh, it looks like you don't have to be literally a, a pilot anymore <laughs> to to fly these things. They they can fly themselves. Yeah, the whole control is through a an app. Uh, through your tablet, 
And I, every time I see it, I can just imagine my old soccer coach telling me where I should have been <laughs> on that triangle pass. So certainly for sports, that's a huge number of applications. It's interesting that London Drugs is carrying drones. Like, this is not your hobbyist drone. This is like a professional drone. has a GoPro you can put onto it, so you can get 4K footage. And, and to the point, what I learned over there when we were in Whistler was most drones, when drones go bad, it's usually on the takeoff or the landing. And so this has software built in so that it does it automatically. So you can't really crash it during that time, making it almost accessible to anybody. You don't have to have too much experience and you can still fly this thing without hitting something or come crashing down. Yeah. In fact, if you, uh, there's a, if you, you see an obstacle coming up, the drone would actually stop three feet, I mean, back up three feet, stop and wait for your next command. So it's smart enough to tell you that, hey, something, uh, that's a big tree in front of me. I'd, uh, I'd still find a way to hit the tree. I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure. Another interesting thing was with this drone, if it's running out of battery power and it's far away, it can go, I think they said as far as a kilometer away, it will bring itself back to its base because it knows, okay, I'm running out of power. I need to get back to charge. And so that's a, a great thing. And I think they said the flight time was about 20 minutes. Yeah, and, and the whole point is to make it, it's a, it's a very complex piece of machinery, but there's no reason why the user has to be confused by the complexity of it. You can extend it to whatever application you want, but they've put enough um, smarts into it, so it's not that complicated. It, it's weird, like, you know, drones, you, you think it's just kind of like a really niche type thing. I was out for dinner with a bunch of friends last night, and they were all talking about wanting to get a drone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you want a drone? But they, they find it fascinating. A lot of them were boat owners, and they want to have a drone to fly around their boat and take videos. The, the video on these things is fantastic. Uh, you know, with that stabilization that you can get for it. The gimbal. The gimbal. Yeah. Um, you know, you can take 4K video with some of these things, and it's, it's like, amazing. Yeah, and uh, you can – I was at a golf tournament uh, few months ago and uh, usually in charity events like that they have a tough time trying to get a picture of the entire group of however however number of uh, golfers but in this case the photographer a professional he put it on put his camera on a, on a drone flew it up I guess probably 30 40 feet and took a picture straight down at the entire gathered group it was wonderful and things is uh, things like uh, housing uh, house inspectors uh, civil engineers trying to check out whether the bridge is intact or not and uh, that sort of thing and real estate agents uh, lots and lots of uh, usage for it there are also some uh, uh, cheaper drones as well I, I know parrot uh, was uh, demoing a, a few there they even had uh, a little one I think it was called the cargo you can put it like a, a little uh, uh, Lego figure on it as well to fly it around and again you use your uh, your iPhone or Android phone to to pilot it yeah, uh, these are the, shall we say, stripped-down version. They're tiny. They're more like uh, model aircrafts, uh, and it's wonderful. I, I, even, I didn't think helicopters can do flips, and yet the parrot did a flip. I just was absolutely fascinated. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and to do the flip, it's just like one of the little options on, on your touchscreen there on your iPhone. You just hit flip, and it flips automatically. Things takes off by itself. It can land. Uh, I just I, I find them fascinating, and uh, again, all the different price ranges. You know, from a few hundred dollars, uh, obviously the sky's the limit, so to speak, with uh, these. Cedric, uh, as always, uh, love having you on the show, uh, and again, thanks always for inviting us up there. We love seeing what the latest uh, technology is going to be coming up for the holiday season. Where can people see you know, more of this stuff? Beg your pardon. Where can oh, people I find out more info? 
Uh, well, LennonDrex.com, we have all this information on there, and that would be the best. And, of course, it's all sold there at the closest London Drex store. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you very much. That was Cedric Tetzel from London Drugs. What we're going to do now is open up the phone lines, general open line, taking your tech calls and questions. 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. The contest this week, Andy. This week we're giving away a copy of System Mechanic 14.6. Six, sorry. It's their flagship PC performance optimization software. It's kind of like having a mechanic look at your computer to tune it up to make sure that it's performing at its best level. Also features a, a new feature called NetBooster, which automatically optimizes internet settings and connections to improve the overall internet speed of your PC. All you got to do to enter is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, for your chance to win the System Mechanic 14.6. Taking a few calls here before uh, the app of the week, 604-280-9898, taking tech calls. We've got uh, Paul on the line. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hi. Yeah. What can we do for uh, you? Uh, I saw it on the television, uh, the global television, and it, it is a, a little gadget, a new gadget that is uh, HDMI uh, that is attached to the, the television. Yes. And you can control it from your co- uh, computer. Yeah. So do you know what that is? Yes, it's a it's a new product from Intel. It's called the uh, CompuStick, and basically it's a computer. It looks like a USB dongle, but what they've done is we have so many like a mobile, flash drive almost. It, yeah, it looks a like USB flash drive, like a big flash drive, yeah. just a little bit bigger. And what it is basically is they use the same components that you would see in mobile devices, like the the small chipsets, and they basically created a computer that runs on Windows 10. And all you have to do is plug it into the back of, uh, of a, any type of television with the HDMI port. You can wirelessly then have a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. You can install Windows 10, and you have a full-functioning computer right on your television set without having some bulky thing attached or a laptop attached to your computer. So what you want to do is look at, for it. Maybe go to a London Drugs and check it out. I don't know if they carry it, but they can I, help I saw you. it when, up in Whistler. Did they're you see it up there? It, yeah, okay, so it. it's called the CompuStick, C-O-M-P-U-T-E, stick, and it's by Intel. Just go to our local London Drugs. They should be able to help you out. I think it costs about $120, depending on what model you get. Two gigs of RAM inside it, so it's got enough power to run, uh, to run Windows 10, which makes it a fantastic solution. So you can obviously plug that into pretty well any of the flat-screen TVs and even a lot of the monitors. A lot of the, the monitors. Yeah. So imagine now you just have an HDMI monitor. You put this in the back, have a wireless keyboard and mouse, and now you have a full-functioning computer. Very cool. We've got, uh, I think it's, uh, is it uh, Louie or Lewis on the line there? Yeah, it's Louie. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. Um, Mike, I think I saw you on an episode talk about the Fix Me Stick. Yeah. And I just wanted to get your vibes on, um, you know, is that, a, is, is that a workable solution? Is that a good uh, thing to invest? Yeah, i, I got to be honest. I love that thing because uh, I've used it on so many computers that uh, uh, were infested <laughs> with whatever, malware, uh, viruses. Uh, you know, of course, uh, it's always nice if you've got a good antivirus or anti-malware uh, software package on your system looking out for that stuff. But sometimes this stuff does get through, and uh, I can't tell you how many uh, friends and, and relatives' computers I've fixed with uh, that Fix Me stick. And again, it's like a little USB stick. You stick it into your computer, run it, and it uh, reboots the system and just 
cleans the whole thing out. It's like your secret weapon because people will come to the office with their laptops and say, Mike, uh, something's wrong with this. Can you have a look? And you're like, sure. And you, <laughs> I'm cheating, right? And, and you put it in, in. You restart the computer. You go, Andy, uh, when it comes to this screen, can you just hit next? <laughs> and you go for lunch. Comes back. The computer works. And yeah. they think that you're this genius yeah. when, in fact, you use the Fix Me Stick to basically go inside there. What it does is it, it looks at the BIOS before even Windows boots up. And it can look in the registry, find any kind of virus or yeah, malware. It bypasses Windows. It bypasses Windows, but it connects to your your Wi-Fi network to de- download the latest ant- or latest tools and stuff to find those um, those viruses. So it's always up to date. It connects to your Wi-Fi, but it also does it all before Windows boots up, which makes it a, a fantastic uh, solution when you know you have something wrong with your computer. It's not antivirus. This is like plan B for your PC yeah. when you know something's wrong over there. Yeah, from my experience, uh, it, it works quite well. You know, the challenge is if you're running Windows and you do get some sort of malware or virus on there, uh, a lot of those viruses uh, are smart enough to block the antivirus sites that you want to download yes. some of the antivirus software from. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to get that stuff out. So, uh, again, you know, you can create your own kind of sticks like that, but... You really kind of got to know what you're doing. Um, if you just want something easy, I think it works on two or three computers. Yes. Um, you know, go down to a London Drugs, pick up one of these things. I think they're 50 or 60 bucks. Best money you'll ever spend. Well, we put it through its paces, and it's always come out on top. So um, definitely. It's, it's worked well for me. Yeah. And it's a no-brainer. I don't have to sit there for hours trying to figure out what's infected that laptop it's or computer. Just, yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. It's just so easy. I know. I, I need more easier things in my life now. <laughs> you know computers, right? There's always something going wrong with them. When we come back from the break, it's that time of the week, App of the Week with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You are back with Get Connected. It's that time of the week. We've got Christina Stoyanova in studio to talk about apps. How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Good. What do we got? Uh, I have an app that's actually uh, been getting a lot of attention this week for iOS. It's called Pause. Pause. Yes. And how do you spell that? P-A-U-S-E. Just like pause. Okay. I don't, I have no idea what this would do. Uh, It's an app designed to help you relax, which is counterintuitive because most apps are meant to stimulate you <laughs> these days. <laughs> so how, how does this work? Well, what it is, is it's, um, it's going to sound weird, but it's a giant blob that's on the screen and you have to put your finger on it and move it slowly and gently and deliberately. So you have to really focus on that. And as you move it, it grows and you get some uh, nice calming sound effects and all of that. It sounds crazy. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. So the the man who designed this uh, based it on the practice of he practices Tai Chi. Uh, he found that really helpful for his stress levels. And so he wanted to find a way to translate that slow, deliberate movement onto a phone so that everyone could access it. And so this is what he came up with. But apparently <laughs> it is very effective. And does this thing cost money? Yes. How much? Two twenty nine on the App Store. Incidentally, it's the number two app on the App Store at the moment. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? I could have made a blob app and sold it for two. I'd, I'd sell it for a dollar. Yes. Well, there is some research behind this. Really? 
Yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. I'm going to research these blobs and see <laughs> what the most effective blob color and and size is. So two bucks, twenty nine cents, only on the iOS uh, app. Yes. Store? Yeah. For now. Yeah. So you can get this for your iPad or your your iPhone. Yeah, that's right. I think it's really interesting the way this kind of technology is going. Uh, like I said, most apps were traditionally designed to stimulate us, and now we're moving in the other direction where we're actually trying to use them to help us calm down and relax. You know what else would help? What's that? N- not pulling out your smartphone all the time. Just kind of keeping it in your pocket. Yes, but the problem is is that people can't do that. Yes, it's true. It's very challenging. Pause available on the uh, Apple App Store for an iPhone. Only $2.29. It's a steal. It is a steal. <laughs> it, it actually, they are stealing from me if I pay that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll have a look. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, that was Christina Stoynova with App of the Week. Andy, we uh, do have a contest one more time. System Mechanic? Yes, we're giving away a copy of System Mechanic that's uh, made for... Windows 10 now. It supports Windows 10, and basically it tunes up your PC to make it run fully optimized to get the best performance. also has uh, features that allow you to get the best internet performance in your home and on your PC. All you have to do to enter is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. We also have our Tunico backpack contest from last week. That's still open until Monday, so you want to enter that as well, along with the system mechanic, getconnectedmedia.com. If you also want to check out uh, our TV show, uh, we broadcast on a number of different stations here in Canada on BNN, the Business News Network, every week. Also uh, locally on Czech TV and uh, in the uh, prairies on City TV. And if uh, you're visually or hearing impaired, uh, you can also find us on AMI, Accessible Media. Accessible Media. A lot of people don't know about that, but it's a network for people that are visually impaired and hard of hearing. You could also find all the latest gadgets on there as well from our show, Get Connected. Our website is www.getconnectedmedia.com. As Andy was saying, uh, our contest up there weekly, we've got some fantastic prizes. We also have links to uh, our videos that we do for the show. So you can get all sorts of uh, how-to guides and uh, the latest uh, overviews of some of the, the technology coming out over the uh, next few months. I want to thank everyone that puts the show together. Andy, my co-host producer, Christina, for coming in every week and the rest of the Get Connected team. Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next time.